0: Good afternoon, Pastor Steve here. This happens to be Tuesday, November 3rd, which is election day for us. This is another segment of leftovers from November 1st, which was All Saints Day. If you'll recall in All Saints Day service, the sermon used Hebrews chapter 11 and 12, where it talked about all the saints that had gone before us. It talked about the traditions that we had had in America, the tradition is that we will elect a president today or during this time period, I should say. And no matter who wins tonight or whenever they decide the winner, about half of the people in America will be on the losing side, will be disappointed. Uh, we may feel let down. We may even feel cheated to some degree. But as a Christian, what are we supposed to do? As a Christian within the tradition, not only of America, but the tradition of the Christian church, what should we do? That's what I want to talk about for this leftover segment for a moment. You know, Jesus Christ himself, when he came into the world, he came into a world that was ruled by a cruel Roman government. A government that was very hard on people. A government that imposed taxes upon those that they conquered. A government that carried out cruel and unusual punishment. Jesus Christ himself was crucified. Crucified, nailed to a cross and left to die. Seems kind of strange that a God would allow his son to suffer that, doesn't it? seems kind of strange that a God would allow those cruel governments to exist even. Yet scripture teaches us that throughout history, governments have not always been friends to Christians. Romans 13.1, Paul writes this, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. And those authorities that do exist have been instituted by God. In other words, if Biden wins or Trump wins another term, no matter. As a Christian, I am to be loyal to accept the authority that they have over us. I'm to do my due diligence. I'm to do my study of the policies and the things going on. I'm to speak out vocally. I'm to campaign for whoever I may want to campaign for and vote responsibly. But in the end no matter who wins, as a Christian and I believe as an American, I have to be under the authority that is duly elected. Whether it be Biden or Trump. Job 12:23, Job says this, speaking of God, he says he makes nations great, then he destroys them. He enlarges nations, then he leads them away. Throughout world history, nations have risen and they have fallen. And it's God's plan that brings them to these highs as well as the lows. And it's God's plan that we need to follow as Christians. First Peter. Peter. Writes in 217, honor everyone, love the family of believers, fear God, honor the emperor, honor the emperor. You know, when Peter wrote this, Peter was about to be crucified upside down in just a few years after he writes this. But he says, honor the emperor. The emperor at the time was Nero, who was persecuting them. Remember the fiddler of Rome that burned it down and blamed it on Paul and Peter and the other Christians? This guy was going around throwing Christians in jail, and yet Peter had the audacity to write, Honor the emperor. Honor the president. Honor the president whether you voted for him or not. Doesn't mean you have to like him. Doesn't mean you have to love him. Doesn't mean you have to agree with him even. But give him the due honor and honor him as president. And pray for him. First Timothy 2, 1 and 2. Timothy, or Paul, wrote this to Timothy. He says, first of all, then, I urge you that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for everyone. For kings and all who are in high positions. So that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and And dignity. We don't have kings, but we could substitute that for presidents for there. We could substitute even Congress in there. Paul wrote pray, intercede for, give thanks for the president, for the Congress, and for those who are in high positions over you. And pray in such a way that they would allow us to lead a quiet and peaceable life, a life in godliness in a life of dignity. It's a Christian's responsibility to pray for the president and the leaders that they have over them, whether that leader be called a king or a monarch or a prime minister or whatever. Pray for them, even if they're not the ones you voted for. And you may wonder, well, I wonder why God set this up that way. Proverbs 21 tells us, Proverbs 21, one, we read this, The king's heart is a stream of water in the hand of the Lord. He turns it wherever he will. You see, again, while we have our own opinions, while we may vote for Biden or we may vote for Trump, God's in control. And whichever one is elected, God can turn the water of his heart in his will and turn him or her, if it happens to be her, he can turn that person's heart toward the good. And God's will will be done. So, a Christian, I urge you, uh, don't get upset tonight. Don't go berserk if your penitent loses. Don't think the world has come to an end. Don't think things are going to be so... Uh, bad that we're not going to be able to live. We're going to be able to live under God, with God. Our hope is in God, not in any man, not in Biden, nor Trump, nor their running mates. Our hope is not really in Congress even. Our hope is in Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior. So that's all for now. Have a good day. Rest well tonight. And see you back here Sunday, 1030. For our live cast at com. Oh, by the way, if you have an iPhone or an iMac or if you subscribe to iTunes, we now have a channel on iTunes. You can go to Lake Gibson United Methodist Church and our sermons and these leftovers will come up and you can subscribe to them on iTunes and they will be coming as podcasts to your phone. So that uh, option is out there now. Till Sunday, have a great day. Bye.